Welcome to episode five, number cinco. This is your host, Derek Chaser, where chasing the Walt Disney World Resort magic is a reality. I hope everyone had a great week, and without further ado, let's start the show. Today we have a very special guest in the studio, uh, Mindy and I's son and fellow Disney fan, the one and only Owen Chaser. Owen, please tell the listeners about your love for Walt Disney World and your special top 10 characters that you have met while visiting Walt Disney World. Well, um, my favorite thing about Walt Disney World and my love for Walt Disney World is it's always been the characters, and that's why I made a top 10 characters list for you guys. Um, so if you guys didn't know, um, every five weeks I'm going to be on the show making a top 10 or maybe just even a top 5. So here is Owen's top 10 Disney characters, okay? So, number 10, Mickey and Minnie Mouse dressed in their birthday outfit suits. So, in Magic Kingdom, they had something for uh, an event for Mickey's 90th anniversary. Because he, he turned 90 years old in 2019. And um, when we were at Disney World, we luckily caught them there with their birthday suits on. And I just thought it was really cool. Um... And definitely uh, them in their birthday suits is one of my favorite additions of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. That's a great one, Owen. Thank you. Um, number nine is um, Aladdin. Now, um, I met Aladdin like two-ish years ago, and it was at Hollywood Studios' uh, Character Palooza. But that isn't there anymore because Lightning McQueen's show uh, replaced it, so... Sadly, you cannot see that anymore, but they did keep it secretive, but it's gone now. And I met Aladdin there, and uh, um, it was him and his, uh, not his one where he's in it, dressed as a thief. It's him when he's dressed as, as they call him, Prince Ali. And I thought um, that was a pretty cool outfit. Um, sadly, Jasmine wasn't there, or the monkey, Abu, but it was a pretty cool um, for um, Aladdin to be at the character Palooza, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, number eight is Lilo. At the Polynesian Village Resort, um, Ohana is on the upstairs level there, if you guys didn't know. Um, and uh, Lilo and Stitch meet there. But at number eight, we ha I have Lilo. It's just very cool how Lilo is there because that's the only time... It's the only thing they have Leo, Lilo in. And uh, I just thought it was really, really cool to meet her. I met her uh, two times in my life. I think maybe three. But I just thought it was really cool. They do sign autographs there, which um, that's cool too. Yeah. And a good breakfast, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, really good breakfast. I haven't been to the dinner, though. Yeah, uh, there's no characters at the dinner, but yeah. uh, we'll have to check out the dinner. But yeah, I agree. Uh, that's that's a great Lilo. Uh, that's a great character meet. Um, number seven, I have Launchpad. Uh, Launchpad is at Animal Kingdom near uh, Donald's Dino Bash, and I I just thought it was pretty cool to have Launchpad there and uh, Scrooge there. I have Launchpad at number seven uh, because. Um, 
it was really cool. I didn't think they would ever have Launchpad or Scrooge permanently stay there. Back then, it was supposed to be only limited time, but they are keeping that there, which I, I think is pretty amazing. And uh, I was excited the first time I met Launchpad. Uh, it, it made me smile. Let's just say that. Uh, number six is Stitch. Now, talk about Lilo and Ohana. Stitch was at Ohana, but I liked when Stitch was at uh, Magic Kingdom meeting near his uh, little um area well, yeah he used to have a ride over there but the the ride's not running anymore oh yeah yeah i don't think i rode on the ride but it was pretty cool seeing a uh, stitch at magic kingdom i liked um him there he's pretty funny he had a big personality and uh it made me smile because it was my brother oliver chaser's favorite character at the time and he was just all smiles, and that just made me really happy. So that's a memory that uh, Stitch made me like. So I put him at number six on this list. Good choice. And uh, number five is Doug. The, if you didn't know who Doug is, he's the dog from Up. He met at uh, Animal Kingdom with um, Russell. He's the little scout. But unfortunately, Russell's not on this list. And if he was, he would be number 11. So, I have Doug because I think Doug's pretty cool, you know, because he was rare. My, me and my dad, we like to see rare characters, and there's a couple rare ones on this list naming him because he doesn't show up that often. No, before they brought him back with the, with the meeting with Russell, yeah. he had uh, just special events. Yeah. So, really cool meet and greet, yes. Okay, number four, Flick. I also met Flick at Animal Kingdom that same day. It was a really big day that day. A lot of character meeting, but I'm not talking about Animal Kingdom and their characters. I'm just talking about Flick here. Um, Flick is really cool. Um, an idea that I would like Disney to do is have Flick and uh, the... And his girlfriend, I I don't know her name, I forget. But Flick, if you don't know, he's the yellow bug, not yet, blue bug from Bugs Life. And uh, he had a pretty nice impression, really nice. Yeah, and you know, Flick used to meet, and he's another one of the characters that um, is no longer meeting currently, unless it's special uh, um, events over at... Uh, Animal Kingdom now and real quick while we're talking about Flick what what did you think I know we only did it the one time but when you were younger uh, the Bugs Life attraction um. <laughs> did you get a little bit of scared when Hopper came out and I did not like and, that uh, I know. it felt like bugs um, were in your chair I know I was just joking I had to bring that up go ahead with your list bud okay number three Grumpy now Grumpy is he only shows up at Halloween time and Christmas time. But with the new release of the Artist Point, he is going to be at the Artist Point meeting with Snow White, Dopey, the the Queen. Yeah, the storybook. Yeah. Dining, yes. Yes. Um, at Artist Point. And that was a good meal, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I I thought the meal was good, but 
it and once again dopey's not on this list but i would have dopey at 12 that's cool if i had to um so grumpy he came up behind me and it was just funny when he had his arms crossed and his face was all mad and stuff which i, I thought it was pretty funny and i i kind of laughed but grumpy did not like that <laughs> <laughs> okay number two scrooge mcduck and all Scrooge McDuck was with Launchpad as our number seven, um, and he met at near Dino's Donald's Dino Bash, and I thought uh, Scrooge was really cool because Scrooge is probably my favorite character from Ducktales, and I'm glad they really brought him back. I thought that was pretty neat um, having uh, Scrooge there, and the moment. All of the WDW Chasers viewers have been waiting for our number one Disney characters from Owen's Top Ten is the Evil Queen. You like the villains, don't you, buddy? I love the villains. I don't like them. I love them. I know. I know. Um, I meant the Evil Queen at the character Palooza, just like Aladdin. The Evil Queen and Aladdin, Pocahontas, and Mulan were all there. And I also met the Evil Queen at um, Artist Point. So, Evil Queen has always been one of my favorite characters. Her real name is Queen Grimild, but she's more likely known as the Queen or the Evil Queen. And um, she's my favorite villain and from my favorite movie. So, yeah. Real quick, buddy, before uh, you uh, you leave uh, the podcast, why don't why don't you tell the listeners about how that interaction went with your mom and the evil queen when we went to Artist Point? She bawled. <laughs> what what happened though? Like what 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 made your mom get worked up? Because I like two years ago, it, it I was waiting six years to meet her. When I was little, I wanted to meet her because. Oh yeah, no. When you met her at uh, the for the first time, I'm saying when we went to Artist Point, uh, like what she said to your mom when we were getting ready. Do you remember your mom had a bag on her okay. and she was supposed to? So the evil queen said this to mom. She's like, "We ha I have a very nice table to to my right over here that you can put your bag on," and mom did not listen to her and she was like, "How about you make yourself useful?" And then she's like, "I said make yourself useful." <laughs> and uh, mom was pretty kind of uh, embarrassed about that. Uh, so, anyways, I will see you guys episode 10 of WDW Chasers, where I will have my top five favorite Disney World rides. So thanks for having me on the show, Mr. Chaser. You're more than welcome, Owen. Thank you so much for joining uh, this week's show, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you more um, come episode number 10. Thank you so much for coming to the studio today, buddy. All right. And now um, we got a real high-tech setup here. We only got uh, two microphones, so if you hear a little bit of a static going on right now, that's because I'm being joined again this week by my partner in crime, Mindy Chaser. Welcome, Mindy. Hi. Thanks for having me. So with uh, Owen's uh, top 10 uh, um uh, characters that he met. We are going to go into this week's uh, uh, newsreel, the Chasers newsreel. So, without further ado, uh, uh, this uh, this past Friday was the first Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Um, those are now underway. 
I believe they're going to have 38 or 39 of them. Um, they started them early this year, um, but boy, Mindy, what what a um, what a cool uh, setup that they have this year. I've got a couple things. Uh, we've uh, uh, Mindy and I uh, did a lot of research reading about the new things that are at Mickey's Not So Scary this year, as well as seeing some of uh, uh, the new videos and whatnot that are already out on YouTube. And it's just amazing, amazing um, the, the facelift that the actual uh, event had this year. Um, the first um, item I'd like to talk about is there's a new fireworks show. Uh, the new fireworks show this year is uh, featuring uh, Jack Skellington. It's about a 14 minute long um, fireworks show and it has several Halloween themed projections that they uh, um, pipe right on Cinderella's castle in the Magic Kingdom and also it features a really cool Jack Skellington animatronic that comes out. Mindy what did you think of the new fireworks show? I thought it looked really amazing. I thought that is the only way you're going to be able to see that is by going at Halloween or you know for the Halloween party so it made me want to get there. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And uh, uh, the, the next thing that I saw that was new this year that they did, it's not new, but it, they did uh, um, some updates, is this year's Boo to You Parade has some really cool new characters. And I just wanted to throw this out there um, to the listeners. I don't want it to get overpopulated, but everybody and their brother seems to want to run to the main hub on Main Street USA to try to get a spot to watch these parades. However, numerous times uh, Mindy and I have been able to get really good spots to watch these uh, special events. Uh, the one that we saw most recently was uh, the Villains Unite the Night um, this past summer where we saw Maleficent at night going down the street, but we actually stayed in Frontierland. And there's a lot of good spots because the parade actually starts in Frontierland. So it's a great place where um, you can get a good view of the party and not have to try to <laughs> fight in between a bunch of people trying to get a you know a prime spot right on Main Street. But uh, the new characters this year that have been added are uh, Edna Mode um, and The Incredibles, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible uh, specifically. And then they've got uh, the um, the aliens from Pizza Planet with Buzz Lightyear, and uh, that I thought that was really kind of cool the float that they had. And then also the Haunted Mansion Bride is now she's glowing, and she kind of is kind of just the uh, oh I'm trying to think it looks like she's gliding. It really is like you know that like uh, she's kind of just like ice skating or just you know not hovering in the air, but kind of just has this cool glide effect to it. But uh, once again, you know, it's a staple of the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. But it is um, an amazing parade, and uh, um, I, I, I like the updates. What do you think, Mindy? Definitely. Um, I mean, I can't really remember the old one, but after watching the new one last night on YouTube, I thought wow it just it just makes me want them to have more parades because it makes me miss the um electrical parade and oh, absolutely being able to watch those at night the afternoon parade's great but i feel like the nighttime parades are just so special the magic kingdom needs a nighttime parade again i mean it is long overdue i mean that was one of the favorite things that we would do every time um, when they were um, still showing the electric parade, and I think it went away two, three years ago, maybe longer, somewhere in that ballpark. Probably. You know, please don't quote me on that. Uh, sometimes on the podcast, these are guesstimates. I realize I'm not always going to be right uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but we absolutely, that was a must-do for mm -hmm. Mindy and I and our family is seeing that electric parade. So I really hope 
um, they strongly consider bringing back a nighttime parade in the near future. Uh, and then the third item that I had uh, on, on the list for this year's um, party, not so scary Halloween party, is they have in limited quantities a party pass for the first time ever, a party pass that will give you access pretty much to every single night of the parties, even if they're sold out, except Halloween, October 31st. The pricing on this bad boy is $299 plus tax for ages 10 and above and $284 plus tax for ages 3 to 9. It uh, is available and you can't purchase it online. You have to go to guest services. And if you've already bought your event ticket the day of the show, you can modify your ticket uh, and get the party pass. But I'm guessing these, because they're going to be limited quantity, they're going to sell out pretty fast. And I'm kind of surprised. I think it's cool that they're offering this, but there's been complaints in uh, past uh, past years but that the shows are overcrowded to begin with and you know letting people in on one of these passes even if the night sold out and I'm sure that's why they're limiting it I understand that but it's just going to add a couple more people um, to the crowd and I'm going to talk a little bit more about the parties and if they're worth it here towards uh, and the chasers tidbit this this week but it is a cool option. If I lived in Florida, Mindy, I think I'd be all over this because really, about three three uh, Halloween. If you're gonna, you have to go though more than one time. The sweet spot on this is going to three parades, three or three Halloween parties, and the cheapest night that they have available for uh, the Mickey's Not So Scary that I see on their website is one of the nights is as low as $79. But for all intended purposes, some nights will be a little bit more expensive. You would have to go to the party three times. What do you think about this new uh, option, Mindy? If I lived in Florida, I would be tempted, but I would not probably want to do it for five people. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah, absolutely. So expensive. Good point. I mean, but for, if you're <laughs> if you're just a married couple, just two people right. or single, a person right. and, you know, and you enjoy Halloween and this really means a lot to you, then I think it's worth worth it for one person. Definitely. Yeah, for for five Especially if you already were planning right. on going there three times. For our family. But for us, I yeah. I think it would be way too much. Woo. Yeah, it would be so. uh, it'd be a stretch to say the least. And then the last thing is I wanted to let everyone know about, they've got some really cool, granted, you're going to have to have, if you're an annual pass holder, it's already included in it, but the photo pass, they actually have 30 different photo opportunities at the party this year. And it's amazing. Um, That's neat. My two favorite that I saw, there's this really uh, cool one with uh, the Headless Horseman, and then there's one by the Haunted Mansion where you're actually physically holding one of the lanterns. Um, with your, you know, by yourself or with your your family, and uh, they got oh, <laughs> they nice. got they got some too where it looks like they've got the headless horseman's uh, jack o' lanterns on fire, and you're holding it in your hand. They got a witch's brew, uh, the cool. evil queen's witch's brew. They've got <laughs> uh, the three uh, hitchhiking ghosts. That's neat. Um, and this one is uh, right in front of a Lib in Liberty Square, and then. Uh, um, they also have got the stagecoach driver, um, like a haunted stagecoach driver, and then they've got, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, the uh, oh gosh, it's the oh he's he's in the haunted mansion. The gentleman, I think they call him Top Hat. I'm probably no screwing idea. this up. I, I apologize, but uh, it is uh, it's a really cool um, 
photo opportunity where it looks like your head is actually in um, the character's uh, like a bucket of sorts that he has and uh, it, it's just really cool so I, I think that if you have an annual pass like I said it would already be included if not and you're just going to one of the parties this party is uh, part of your trip uh, typically if you get them in advance they could be around about a hundred bucks a little bit more to get the photo pass um, and, and it can be pricey but boy these are really really neat we always we always get it for our mm -hmm. family and I understand it's an additional expense but it's just really cool and then they also have some signs that uh, um, have villains on them that you can kind of hold up and uh, uh, take a picture like one of them says a real uh, uh, it says a real devil, but it's a Cruella Deville, so it's like a real Deville, and uh, the evil queen of Halloween, and it's the evil uh, evil queen, uh, Queen Grimeld, and on and on. So it's just a really, really cool uh, new option that, uh, well, they've had the photo, but they have new ones this year, too, and there's 30 of them, so it's kind of uh, amazing. What do you think, Mindy? I think that would be a very fun thing to do when you're going to the Halloween party. Make sure you have the photo pass so that you can take advantage of those neat pictures. I just, we, we only got a couple and I wish we would have gotten more, but um, they're really fun. But overall, the, the Halloween party this year, uh, it looks like so much fun. And it just, you know, everybody that would seem to be that we have seen that was there at uh, the opening night of it, they had big smiles on their face, and it's getting very favorable reviews. So I think uh, it, it looks these these uh, updates for those people that go every single year. Um, they seem to um, have been going over really well with with uh, with the initial night already uh, under Walt Disney World's belt yes. for the year. I hope we go next year. <laughs> yes, me too. We'd love to be able to go this year, but uh, I don't think it's going to be in the cards. If something changes, though, we'll let the viewers know for sure. And the last uh, news item that I wanted to talk about this week is um, new midday magic ticket invites you to enjoy an afternoon and evening of Walt Disney World Resort theme park fun after 12 p.m. and I got this article off of uh, Disney World's uh, um, official blog website and it is a new ticket offering that they're actually offering for the first time to where you can get into the parks after 12 p.m. and they are going to give you a ticket at a reduced price. A two-day ticket um, starts as low as $88 a day three-day ticket $84, four-day ticket $79, and uh, you can go into the parks after 12 o'clock. Uh, a normal uh, ticket um, on a normal day, they start out as, unless you can get a deal on them, they start as low as $109. So roughly with this option, you can save up to $21. However, if you're not a morning person, this makes perfect sense to get something. Why waste $21? If you have no desire to be in the parks until 12 o'clock or on, save yourself $21. However, uh, I have found on if, if you're going and you want to do the rides, um, the best advice I could give anybody is that sweet spot in most of the parks, sometimes they open up early for those uh, individuals, early morning magic for those individuals that are staying on, you know, every day there's one of the parks that typically have, and either after, I think they're all early now, pretty much, but the majority of them. But uh, you can get into a, one of the parks an hour early if you're staying on property with the early morning uh, magic. But 
typically the parks open up at nine o'clock every day mm -hmm. if it's not one of the parks that is having the early morning hours and that nine to twelve time frame that's a sweet spot for rides Mindy, what do you think so much done i i remember before we before the fast passes were on your app we would ride so many things first thing in the morning before we had like paper fast pass tickets we would ride a lot of things without a fast pass and we got through so much even now with the fast passes i mean you can definitely get through an entire area in that time frame um yeah there were some so. days you know since we're talking about magic kingdom specifically on a lot of uh, this week's uh, episode there were times from that nine to noon it, I, I know i mentioned this back in episode one we've done all the mountains at magic at magic kingdom we did, we did big thunder mountain we did splash mountain we did space mountain we did pirates that day we did peter pan um and uh, uh i think we did people mover we did buzz lightyear i think there was one or two other rides that we did in there all within that 9 to 12 spot mm -hmm. and if getting in there at noon yes you could have your three fast passes and get on some of those attractions but it is so much more crowded mm -hmm. 12 o'clock on it really is yeah. so if you really want to get the rides in and the cool thing about it that we always kind of do is wow we've done like maybe half of the parks or in some parks you can get through all the rides from 9 to 12 magic kingdom has a lot of rides but then it's like okay we can take a break and then i feel like wow we take a break at 12 get out of the heat because we typically go in the summer months our family and it's it's just it's crazy it's crazy because it's like wow we literally did what some people do takes some people eight nine hours to do but you have to get there early and you mm -hmm. have to do it in those first three hours so yeah for 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 me mindy our family this would not be a good option because no. we love to get up early, get there, get on the rides, and then do kind of more of the entertainment type uh, attractions as well as shows, which are only in the evening, I realize, but there are some shows that are during the day too, but we prefer to do get on as many of the rides as we can to start the day, but everyone does Disney different. That's the cool thing. So, But if, you're, if you have no desire or you're just not a morning person and you're not gonna get up, save yourself 21 bucks. Or for your first you know? day, let's right. say you're traveling right. and you know you're not gonna get there till noon, you know, or let's say you're not even, cause like a lot of times our flights don't get there till like 11 right. for the first day if you didn't have a pass. You know, most That's a people, great too. most for, people, for, one day, save for your bucks first for day, yeah. you could do yeah. the half day because right. you know you're not going to get there till at least noon. I mean, a lot of people, maybe they just do a resort day the first day, but if you, we like to get to the parks that first day. So, I mean, if we didn't have annual passes, that might be the route to go for the first day. Save some money. Good point, Mindy. I think that's, uh, you know, uh, anything that you can do. And this is twenty-one bucks a ticket. So if you're taking, if you're taking multiple people, you know, twenty-one dollars for. I mean, us simple math. If you know, if family of five, we didn't have you know annual pass. You know, twenty-one times five is over a hundred dollars. That's pretty substantial. Definitely. And you can sometimes get packages. And as I'm always going to say, price everything out. Please price everything out. You can easily spend that twenty-one dollars that we're talking about on something else at Disney, but uh, if if you can save it, you know that that'd be great.
But uh, I, I like overall, I'm glad that there's options. I think options are a good thing, regardless mm -hmm. if you're, we ever use this or not. There, there could be somebody out there listening, Mindy, that's just like, wow, I'm not a morning person. Hey, 21 bucks. I like it. Mm-hmm. So uh, with that, that is uh, this week's news. I did want to state they have started the uh, annual pass holder previews of uh, the new uh, Galaxy's Edge Land. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that when it actually opens up and it's open to the public. Um, so I didn't really want to spend too much time this week talking about it. I realize that that is out there in the ether. And once again, those there's going to be a lot of videos that are you know eventually going to be available um, as well of the new land for for the annual pass holders that got a chance um, to go to Galaxy's Galaxy's Edge yesterday. Saturday was the day after the. Uh, um, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, they uh, opened that up for um, the Platinum and above uh, pass holders. So, uh, and that, that looked cool too. So we'll talk more about that at a later date. Um, but I just wanted to throw that out there that I do realize it's out there, but really wanted to focus on the uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party uh, this week. Which brings us to this week's Chasers tidbit. Um, and Mindy and I have been kind of going back and forth a little bit about how we feel about this, um, but we're in unison. Are the after-hours parties worth it? Because these are these are additional. These you know they they, they cost money, um, and uh, with, with with the parties specifically, we'll start off with a couple of the um, you know the, this specific party that we've been talking about, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. You can get into the park starting at four o'clock if you don't have a regular ticket to that park that day. If you're an annual pass holder, obviously you can just get in anytime during the day. Um, but uh, if not, you can get your wristbands. You know, sometimes they let you get them a little bit before, but for all intended purposes, the party started at seven, but they let people in at four with their wristbands. And from what Mindy and I were able to see, specifically to Mickey's Not So Scary, was that uh, people were lining up to meet uh, some of the more popular character meet and greets, starting literally right at that, you know, four o'clock mark, some of them a little bit before, to where people were lining up. Uh, and the two big ones um, that, that we saw this year that seemed to have pretty big uh, turnout crowds. Uh, the Seven Dwarfs, which is a real cool one. Moana, because she never meets she never meets any other time, really, unless you just happen to be lucky and walk past her. But uh, um, the whole uh, Jack and Jack and Sally um, from from Nightmare Before Christmas, Jack Skellington, and, and then his uh, girlfriend Sally. Uh, really cool meet and greets, but you can get in line and maybe meet one or two sets before the actual show starts at seven. And which brings me to the next point about these parties. If you're going to a themed party, my advice, and this just is for us, this, this, this is just, once again, these are just my opinions and Mindy's, our family, for us, it makes the most sense to do the entertainment. If there's character meet and greet, do the special character meet and greets. I know with kids they're going to want to go on the rides, but there's trick-or-treating and stuff at this. There's so many things to do. If you literally paid this money and just went in there and were trying to ride on the rides, which some of the rides that don't have the overlays, they will have reduced times after 7 o'clock. But you're going to be missing out on what really, in my opinion, makes the parties. The special food, the shows. Um, Mindy, what do you think about that? I definitely agree I think with our kids it might be a struggle because they love riding but if we explain to them 
this is the only time you're going to be able to do these things. We have to we have to do this, then I think they would understand. Like at the, the villain hours that we did, I yeah. put my foot down and I said, no, we, the kids wanted to ride, 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 which was great until it got to be like an hour in and I'm like, wait a minute, we need to see the fire. It wasn't a fireworks show, but it was like a stage show. They had a brand new stage show. Villains Unite the Night was actually yeah. the name of the so, stage show. You know, watching that show and then also seeing Maleficent Dragon come down Main Street. That was amazing. I mean, those are things you're yeah. not going to see any other time. So when you go to these parties, I feel like you really want to do the things that you're not going to see any other time. But, you know, everybody's different. Everybody has their things that they like. Um, but I definitely would say to do the themed things, the, the themed yeah. events, the themed activities. And specifically to the villains after hours, which just wrapped up a week or two ago, I think it was about a week ago, the villains one, it was unique because the they had no character meet and greets. So we could do an element of this one to where the kids were a little bit happy because we could actually let them do some of the yeah. rides before the entertainment kicked off. And it was a late one, my goodness. It went past one o'clock, it was like one, one mm thirty. -hmm. Um, on that specific one, but there were no character meet and greets, so we were able to sprinkle yeah. in a couple rides. But literally, when we went to this, we we spent 45 minutes at a limited capacity event, just trying to ride Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. The kids had it in their head, but we had never seen the queue because we right. always try to get fast passes. So, so that was worth it. That was, but that was about a good 45 that minutes. Definitely was long. And then because we're just crazy like that we love the people mover we did that that was we, fun. We, we did buzz lightyear we did the overlay on the pirates ride and then after we got those specific oh and the haunted mansion we did oh, too. yes we did we, we did those we did those and we're like okay now it's time for the entertainment we're done with the rides but if there were character meet and greets that time that we spent writing would have most likely it would have been dedicated towards the characters but then you have to think too like yeah. this one didn't start until what 10 yeah, it so, started, it started I mean, at I 10, think we rode, and we got into the park. Yeah. But we didn't go to the mine train until the park was actually closing. That is correct. So I yes. think, um, you know, with the Halloween one starting at 7, right. it does give you a little bit more time, right. but I know we would spend at least an hour meeting characters for sure. And then you've right. got another hour or two wrapped up in, like, watching the parade and the fireworks, and there's, like, stage shows. Then they also have like trick or treating where you go to all these stations yeah. and get treats. So I know th I think the kids would be okay with it, and I think for me that would be my reason to be there is for the entertainment. Yeah, and um, I just I think uh, a lot of times the after hours are three hour events. The parties are a little bit longer, and I just I honestly believe my my suggestion you know if if you got kids in tow would be okay. You know, as a family, you know, you get there, you're, you're meeting, you know, maybe we do one or two rides and that's it. Mm -hmm. But the majority of the time would be dedicated towards the characters, the cool food, because all these have, you know, and when they give you a guide map, it shows you special things that only you can get at the actual parties to where it's like special event foods. Like they got, they had like this one, they had like Hades nachos and some other different things that, uh. Um, that they had going on but it was like overall it was really kind of cool and neat but I just think that if you're doing these events you're there for the entertainment the character meet and greets the mm -hmm. food not so much to ride but once again if you want to ride just then do opinion. a yes. normal after hours they have after hours where yes. it's not themed and that's the segue that's a perfect point um, 
is they actually have all four um, theme parks um, have it normally at some time throughout the year currently um, actually right now they're only doing them at two they're doing them at Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom these are three-hour events where starting as um, starting as low as 125 125 dollars a person you can go into this special ticketed event for three hours and these they don't sell um, they sell limited tickets I have heard during these events the after hours events a lot of rides are actually walk-ons we did the villains and it was opening night so it was really uh, busy and I could say most attractions were walk-ons some yeah. of some of the overlays the theme overlays were not but uh, for the most part at these after hours if you want to go on rides go to one that is not themed just mm -hmm. go to one of the after hours to where you're just gonna be able to go there and ride yeah um, and uh, but like I said these these are extra they these cost extra money and for the after hours events um, you know it's one of these things too it's you can get into the parties the parties themselves you can get into the parties without a uh, um, the not so scary Halloween party and the very Merry Christmas party you can get into those without purchasing a ticket to the park um, I believe you need a ticket. I was going to say that. You need a ticket yeah. for I was the regular sure after hours. So um, you're already spending how much for a park ticket, then you got to add on 125 add, oh, So the parties are a lot more economical on that front. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it, the, these are extra things. So I we, we uh, do know that some people, it's like, I'm just going to buy the ticket to go to the to the parties and then I'm not going to pay for an admission ticket that day obviously if you're an annual pass holder it's a moot point but uh, throwing all that out there I think they're worth it though bottom line I think yeah. that these special parties um, and then these after hours events are, are, are it just depends how many people you have to they're options right they're yeah just they're adding they're giving people options I like it when Disney gives options I don't like that's what life's all about. You know, you, you got to have options. That way they can hopefully find something that caters to everyone. Mm -hmm. And when these after-hours events occur too, the after-hours, not so much the parties. The parties do cut into like regular park time where people that don't pay for the parties, they're kicked out at 7. They get a, a diluted day at Magic Kingdom for the Halloween party or the Christmas party because those are both at the Magic Kingdom. So that does hurt that day. I definitely would not buy a ticket for Magic Kingdom for that day mm -mm. if it's a diluted you know diluted uh, you don't get the the fireworks or any of that good stuff because you have to leave the park at seven o'clock but for the after hours events you actually get to see the show and everything and it was like a normal day at the park for you you just leave and then they just keep it open three more hours for people that paid 125 bucks I wonder if you it could be like one of your days where you you get the noon on ticket and you could then do after hours with it. You might be able to put that money towards that too. Good point. Absolutely. So we think they're worth it. We've we've only done one, um, the, and we got to do it for the first time uh, back in June, and it was we really enjoyed it. It was opening night. Uh, I would do it again. We're definitely going to at some point check out the Halloween party. Yes. Definitely check out the Christmas party. So I'm 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 big on it. I think it's a nice added bonus um, that's available. And just wanted to throw that out there so everyone kind of has an idea of, of, of what some of those uh, um, options are. Yes. Which brings us to this week's restaurant review. 
one of my personal favorites, I'm not going to say by any stretch of the imagination, is this gourmet food. But for a really fun, good time, playing some old school polkum type music, and then bells and all this other stuff, the beer garden. Uh, before I really dive into this, I'm going <laughs> to, I want to know, Mindy, your impression of the greatness that is the beer garden. Well, <laughs> are you you you, you, you like, handing it back to me to I, go through? Or? I like the entertainment there, and I think the atmosphere is really nice. Um, Describe the atmosphere. It, it, like it's dark in there, and it looks like a little German village. I feel traditional like traditional Bavarian village. Yes. Um, and then they have like the singing and all that. And I remember when Oliver was like one, we went there. He, if you have little ones, it's probably a really cool place to go because. He was just so enthralled by that entertainment. And if you have a little one, sometimes they get antsy. You can get up, you can go and dance, and you can, it gets them up, you know, out of their seats. And it's loud. So with little kids, if they're being a little bit loud, that wouldn't be a bothersome thing. Um, I didn't love the food, it was fine, but I feel like the entertainment and different things like that make up for it. So, you know, that being said, I do like the beer garden. Uh, it is a celebration of Oktoberfest, which is, you know, the all year long. It's all year long. They do this every day. It's a celebration of Oktoberfest. And off of uh, um, Walt Disney World's website, they describe the beer garden, beer garden um, as a boisterous German buffet. Be transported to a traditional Bavarian village as you feast on German fare to the oompa beat of a lively band. Mm -hmm. At communal beer garden style tables, oh, yeah. enjoy such rotating buffet selections as bratwurst, rotisserie chicken, pork schnitzel, and a variety of salads. Save room for Bavarian cheesecake and hand-pulled apple strudel made fresh daily. I'm going to kind of stop there for one second before I continue. Um, going back to the communal um, style tables, one time we went with um, my uncle, my aunt, and my grandma, and at the time there was just uh, Oliver, Owen, me and you, so we had a party of uh, seven. We, we would have had seven in our party, and we did not have to share a table. No. As a family of five, they could put us, and they have, the last time we went, it was just four because, uh, Mindy, you would have been uh, pregnant with Annabelle. Yep. When we went, as a family of four, we got seated with another family of four. Mm -hmm. So that's why they say communal style tables. So if you don't like meeting new people, I do want to throw that out there because yeah. I'd hate for someone to go up there and be like, hey, I got my family. And then it's like, okay, you know. You know, uh, the Chasers are, got this half of the table, and on the other side, we got the Smiths. And then it's like, oh, oh I, got, I got to talk to somebody. Some of the neatest things that we've ever done is talking to people at Disney World. I'm a talker, so yeah. I, I love it. It doesn't bother me. But I do understand that there are those out there that this would make them really nervous. So I do want to throw that out there that if, you know, pretty much if you have a party, even if you had a party of six, they could put a couple next yeah. to you. So if you don't have seven or more... It was fine both and you, times and you, we did yeah, it. If you don't have seven or more fine. in your party, though, 
I would expect that they're going to seat you with another yeah, with another um, with strangers, if you will. Um, the first time we had a great conversation. Yes. And then the second time it was okay. And then the third time we were with my aunt and uncle. So we've been there three yeah. times. Yeah. And uh, one trip we went twice. Yeah. Because I I begged Mindy and I was just like, no. Please, I please. think it was when Ollie yeah. was little and the kids liked the just like the yeah. dancing and all that. And we decided, you know what? Let's go back there. And we did. And I love bratwurst and I love cheesecake. So it's like, hey, it's best of both worlds. And uh, um, <laughs> it's really cool. My roots are Slovakian, so that whole polka music. I'm kind of digging the kind of the ancestry roots on that a little bit too. So polka. Continuing on, poke on down to the dance floor or simply relax in the toilet atmosphere. Twilight. Twilight. Oh, see, you they keep me straight. spelled it wrong. Oh, how dare they. The Twilight Atmosphere and raises Stein to over 200 years of Oktoberfest celebrations. Guests 21 years of age and up can enjoy a slew of German beers and wines. And if you are a, um, a beer drinker, it is by the leader. It is one liter of beer. <laughs> they are pretty big steins. And it is definitely salute for sure. Um, and then the entertainment, the, the live band, which is that really cool. It. And they let the kids down there on the dance floor too. I mean, it, it's really neat. Um, it's open for lunch and dinner. Lunch starts at 12 sharp and goes to 3.55. Dinner kicks up from 4 to park closing at 9 p.m. And uh, um, price is pretty good. And actually. The price point is Not really bad. good too. The lunch is a little bit cheaper than the dinner, but it starts as low for a child, thirty-five bucks, to up to fifty-nine ninety-nine per adult. And uh, just to kind of go over the menu um, real quick, you guys, I'm sure you guys can visualize what what this is. But the actual partial listing of selections: seasonal salads, like any buffet would typically have, the chicken, the the salmon, sauerkraut, spatzel. I'm going to screw up some of these, so I'm going to skip over the real difficult ones. Traditional sausages, potatoes, um, different kinds of desserts. And for the kids, too, this is important to throw that out there. They do got the kids station that's going to have the mac and cheese, the hot dogs, the roasted chicken, and they even say green beans because, you know, you're supposed to eat those veggies, right? We always tell mm -hmm. our kids, come on, eat those vegetables. Well, somebody had an allergy when we went there. I, that's when Owen was doing uh, gluten-free, gluten -free, and the they chef came actually over. came out. So yeah. they do have allergy-friendly offerings. A chef came out, and he walked us through the buffet and said what was okay to eat and what yes. wasn't. It was really cool. It was a really neat hands-on experience. And this was like the main chef yeah. of, of, of the beer garden. It was really neat. Um, and I got a chance to walk through, and he kind of showed me everything. I felt kind of special, and I'm like, okay, don't screw this up. Uh you know, uh, Derek, because if you screw this one up, it's going to be on you, buddy, because, uh, yeah. So I'm like, okay, got to make sure I'm really fi finding out what Owen could eat at the time. But uh, um, then, the, you know, I do want to throw out there, too, if a liter of beer is too much to drink, the, the smallest, they, they will give you a half liter, which is still pretty darn big. But half liters are liters of the beer, and then they do have... Um, you can the, they have four different kinds of uh, beer that they serve and they uh, will do five ounce pours you can get a the German beer flight and then um, Mindy actually uh, prefers uh, you know the wine when we go there mm -hmm. and I think you had if I remember right it was like I probably a riesling. Had riesling it was a riesling which is a, a, a sweeter sweeter wine apple peach spiced pear type deal um, but it's we got good memories from the beer mm -hmm. garden. I just, I think it is just, it's an, ex, it's a meal and a show all under 
rolled into one. It's in the German Pavilion at Epcot, so you have to have a ticket to get into Epcot to eat at the mm -hmm. Beer Garden. I do want to throw that out there. Any and there's a lot of great restaurants. Some that we've already talked to on the sh about on the show. The last uh, um, you know couple that we've talked about. Um, well, actually, last week was Chef Mickey's, but the week before was Garden Girl. I talked about. Um, there's a lot of really awesome restaurants at Epcot. Yes. So uh, um, I'm gonna this throw this out there. You know, I realize we haven't been really putting ratings, like you know, like you know, out of ten. But we're gonna start at Institute this this week, and I haven't even many didn't know I was gonna pull this one. I'm not gonna say, like I said, I am not gonna say the food is good. It's not exceptional. It's not you know some crazy gourmet. But for me, the atmosphere, yeah. the the people, everything, I give this a solid for me a solid nine out of ten. Mindy, what do you think? I give the atmosphere a ten. I give the food probably like a seven and a half. Okay. So. So about an eight overall. Yeah. Would you say about an eight? Um, but I think we should go back. I it's really fun and this is one of those. Um, reservations that I think you could get pretty easily. That's so that's another thing. If you plan a last minute trip or you decide, gosh, I, I didn't do any sit down meals, but it's really hot or I'm just want to have a nice little break. You probably could get this reservation the same day or the day before. It's, it's, it's since they do the communal seating and it's a pretty decent sized restaurant. I think you could get it's it. It's not hard to get this. It's the same day. You can get this the same day. And, uh, um, it's fun. Yeah. It, it's. I think. I think that if you're, you um, just have to have an open mind. Even if you're, a, you know, two people going, if you like to have a good time and meet people, it, it's a great way to do that. Yeah. And you'll have fun. Even if they sit you with a family, it's it it's loud in there, so you don't have to talk to anyone, or you can. But I just some of our best experiences have come with talking to other people that love Walt Disney World. Yep. Or breed all of our own. <laughs> um, well, it uh, it's about fifty minutes into the show, and we have uh, you know that's that's pretty much all we wanted to talk about this week. Uh, we are here for you. Um, we are here for you if you have any questions at all um, about anything discussed in today's show, or even a topic you wish we would cover. Yeah, or a topic that you want us to cover. You know, uh, we're uh, we're open to uh, covering what the listeners wanna want us to talk about. Please email uh, Mindy and I at wdwchasers at gmail.com. W-D-W-C-H-A-S-E-R-S at gmail.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening to the show. And remember, whatever your dream is, don't be afraid to chase it. Until next time, Derek and Mindy Chaser, Chasing Away. <laughs>